Stark, that was his name In a few short years, gonna rise to fame When he was young, he'd have the steel to eat And a shakedown bed, he'd share to sleep Eat at night, as I would come home drunk
It's Saturday morning. That means it's time for Mike Onesco's Renegade Rock on the Rogue Radio Podcast Network, bringing all the great music to you every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we have interviews now. The first Saturday of every month, we have David Reese up and running. We have J. Jesse Johnson up and running. We have Ainsley Dunbar up and running. We have Bobby Caldwell up and running. And today we have a very special guest, one of my idols, a great singer, Mr. Davey Patterson. Welcome to Renegade Rock, Davey. Hey, thank you, Michael. Nice to see you, mate. Nice to hear from you. Yes. So we started off with Razor King. That's a great tune when you first came to America. But let's, uh, how about telling our listeners about your early days? What was your main influence? Who was the first singer that you saw and heard that you said, wow, that's what I want to be like? Little Richard. Little Richard, really? Uh, Yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, record I ever bought was Keep a Knockin'. That's a great uh, song, and, too, yeah. And I, and I, well, I'm doing it with my band, funny enough, the band I'm putting together now. Well, I went to see uh, Little Richard when I was probably, I don't know, 17 or 18 or something uh, in Glasgow. I, I didn't know what he was doing at the time. It didn't matter, though, right? <laughs> no, he was, up, he was up and down the aisle. He had the place just rocking. And basically what... He was wild back then, I'm sure, oh, too. It was just unbelievable. To, to this day, it's probably the best thing I've ever seen. Wow, that's great. And, and, it was unbelievable. And, and what town was this in, in Scotland? This is in, this is in Glasgow. Glasgow, okay, wow, very cool. And you were 17? Yeah, I was a, actually, I was a late starter when it comes to playing music. I was playing music, playing guitar since I was about 13 years old. But I didn't actually start gigging until I was 20. Wow, that that's pretty pretty late. That's pretty late. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Considering back then, everybody was doing it very young. Well, uh, basically what happened was I, I was in a, in a bar with a friend of mine, and they had an open mic night, and uh, I, went, I went to buy the beer. Were you singing or just playing guitar then? No, there was an open mic night, and he put my name forward for it without telling me. <laughs> uh, uh, so I go up, and uh, I, it, was, it was a competition. You won a half bottle of whiskey. So, and I don't drink whiskey, but I won the competition, and the, the band offered me a gig. That was my first gig. That was 1965. Wow. So when you were younger, I mean, did you just sing around the house all the time? or? Yeah, that's what everybody did in my hometown. When, it, when You know, you'd go to the weekend, you'd have a few drinks, you'd come back to somebody's house, and a sing-song would start. That, that happened every weekend in pretty much everybody's house. So Right, right. <laughs> It was, a, it was a lot of fun, and uh, yeah, that, that's what I started. I'd, I'd play, you know, I'd back people up who were singing on guitar, because I could play a few chords by then. And, uh, You're a good, a good rhythm guitar player. I, I enjoyed doing our little acoustic duo together. That was fun. I was, I was going to t- tell your listeners about that. Uh, Michael Lonesco is a very fine singer and guitar player <laughs> in his own right. Yeah, not me. I was just, you know, that was Davey. Here we are in these little... Here we are in these little pubs, and Davey sings his song, and then I'm supposed to follow him. It was like, oh, forget it. Are you kidding me? Well, you, you know what you've got that a lot of people don't have, Mike? What's that? You don't, you don't shout. Yes. Don't well, thank you, Davey. Coming from you, that's yeah. a very big compliment, because you're my idol, singing idol. Uh, so. Well, I've got my idols, too, man. Who were your idols, besides Little Richard? Oh, Ray Charles, uh, Muddy Waters. Yes. Uh, Howlin' Wolf, yeah. Oh, Howlin' Wolf's my my blues guy. He is, for me, too. When I think of the blues, I think of Howlin' Wolf. Yeah, I mean, what a voice. 
voice that is. I know. Uh, you can't you can't even make up that voice, you know? Yeah. I mean, he's a huge guy, too. He's a big old fella, you know? I liked him all. I mean, John Lee. He played in London, didn't he? He played in London in the 60s many times, I think. Yes, he did. That's right. Wow. Um, and your voice is so soulful, Davey. Your style, there's no one that sounds like Davey Pattis. Did you ever take lessons, or is all, this all just a natural thing, a natural thing? I guess, you know, coming from, I've been asked that question quite often, actually. What, if you took lessons? Well, yeah, it's just Glasgow, after World War Two was in a pretty bad way because the city, Glasgow used to build a lot of the ships. So I, I can imagine. It got hammered, so, yes. Uh, yeah, we got hammered pretty much. There was a lot of a lot of country and western, you know, the music come out of Glasgow in those days. Right. And, and then, uh, later on, we kind of we went to uh, rhythm and blues and blues and then, and then soul. Scottish people kind of like the like the depth of that stuff, you know. Oh yes. They, you know they do. So I'm pleased to be a part of that. You can hear it in your singing, Dave, especially on your solo records. Well, that's a nice compliment right there. That's the nicest compliment you could, you could pay me right there. Because I know, to, just from talking to you, that even though you're a great rock singer, that you really wanted to be an R&B soul guy. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't mind rock. I'm not a fan of metal. I don't like metal at all, actually. You know, going back to the, 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 the singing thing where I was saying that you don't shout. Right, right. Metal guys seem to shout. There's a lot of screaming. Sc screaming, yeah, screaming. I, I, I just... I, I, I don't I don't understand that really. I do, you know, and those guys that that modern stuff. That, yeah, blah, 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 blah. yeah, that's the stuff that I don't get. That's like wow. I, I don't know what the hell that is. I, don't know what it is. <laughs> I guess we're dating ourselves, huh, Dave? I, I guess so. I guess an old fart. I <laughs> yeah, I'd rather be an old fart though any day. Oh yeah, we used to have fun with it. Those the acoustic gigs. I mean, uh, oh yeah. I, I remember them very fondly myself. I really do because uh, we were both doing it to stay in shape. That's yes, exactly. That, that's exactly why we were doing it. I mean, I would do that stuff. I did that for years. Uh, I'd come off the road and go, go into a pub somewhere. That was a first for me. I never did. I was scared to death doing that because I I'm just not a very good acoustic guitar player. And then just bare bones singing out there next to you was it was a learning experience. That's all I have to well, say. Think. Well, thank you, Dave. Thank you, Dave. You're a talented guy, my friend. I I'm so glad you're doing this radio thing. It's, uh, you're obviously very good at that, so I'm, I'm pleased for you. Well, and it's something that I'm hoping that can last when I'm not able to play music anymore, you know? Yeah, that's right. And I can still be involved well, in music. That's a long way away, man. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, I hope yeah, so. Yeah. That's what I said when I came home to Scotland. I came home here to retire. That was part of the reason I came back here. And then, <laughs> I should have known better. I really yeah. Are you are you having? I I didn't think you'd be able to sit still very long. <laughs> well, I, you know, after after a few months of being here, it was like okay. Life is slow. Life is slow. What do I do with myself? <laughs> then I started getting approached by some musicians here. Of course. And then COVID hit. So right. Yeah, that yeah, screwed everybody up. Yeah, obviously. You know, so since uh, COVID calmed down a bit, I've, I've put something together. Actually, I wish you were here because I'm looking for a guitar player. Oh, I wish I was there too, man. It'd really be. Yeah. 
mean, you'd, you'd be great at this stuff. We'd be fun. We're doing, we're doing some of the stuff from my, my, my albums. Uh, we're doing, you know, some classic blues songs that were rearranged. Oh, good, uh, good. Yeah. You, uh, I, don't, I don't like the idea of doing somebody else's music and not trying to make it mine. Always. You, and you've always done that. And I feel yeah, I... Yeah. I don't know about what, what it's like over there at the moment, but uh, here, the bane of my life, actually, is tribute bands. I don't understand tribute bands. I just don't get it. Maybe it's just me. I'm, maybe I'm getting old. I just don't get it. Davey, we think alike. We think alike. <laughs> you're, 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 if you're playing somebody else's music note for note, you ain't creating shit. You're, you're, not, you're not creating anything whatsoever. You're, you're recreating somebody else's creation. Well, yeah, you're actually making a living off of somebody else's creation, exactly. Yeah, that's right. I, I, I don't understand why people... Well, the average guy in the street, I guess. Well, you know, that was a long... That bothered me for a long time, too, Davey, about all that things. And then knowing a lot of uh, guys in bands like that and, and asking them why is a lot of them don't really know how to write music and they've ne they've never really written songs so this is their only way to be involved in music is to play other people's music another one that gets me is the, the so-called blues band uh, <laughs> I see that a lot over here uh, I'm sure it's the same over there basically what that tells me that, that, that's musicians who don't want to rehearse <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean and they, they, know, they know absolutely nothing about the blues they don't know anything about it other than there's 12 bars <laughs> that's the, there's, there's no feeling there's no emotion there's no soul there's no heart it's just yes I know mu music has changed over the years. I'm telling you. Uh, not for the not for the better. No, it, we, we were lucky to really grow up and experience the greatest time in music history. Really. Uh, yeah. I think. I think. Well, I, I, th I, I always loved the '40s music. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Are you kidding? Yeah. Me too. I'm playing Acker. I'm playing Acker Bilk on Renegade Rocket. You know who Acker Bilk is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's great. So uh, yeah, that's the song I'm playing. So so listen, Davey, you came to America. You were with Gamma. You played concert tours. You were the big stage. You were Bill Graham. I mean, and, and then you moved on to, how did you hook up with Robin Trower? I know you know this guy. You remember John Rewind? Yes. He produced my solo stuff. I met John uh, in the 80s, and I did a lot of sessions for him. He was doing uh, Holly Stanton and a bunch of... Uh, that, that's right. Yeah. That's correct. Uh, and he, he got a hold of me, and I was singing... Uh, that's funny. For him. I never knew that John Rewind was working with you. That's all these years. Yeah, he, he produced these uh, the, the two albums, uh, the solo albums. He produced both of them. Wow, they're uh, great! I love those uh, records. He, he was friends with Trevor, uh, and he let Robin hear uh, what he was up to, which was basically me. Uh, and I'd met Robin before through Jimmy Dewar. Right. James Dewar and I were good friends. And, what a voice, James uh, Dewar! Jeez. Oh, he, he was the man to me. He was the man. He was the man. Uh, it's, it's hard to describe his voice. Yeah, it is. It, it doesn't get any better. Well, it, no, it doesn't. But you're, doesn't Davey, you're just maybe a half a notch behind him. That's it. You're James Dewar. You were there. I'm telling you. When when you stepped into Trower, it was like, okay, this is no big deal. Well, I, I tried to. 
you through the songs my way. And you did. I didn't, I didn't see the point of trying to copy, in my opinion, the best white singer on the planet. So, so back to your story of how you met him. John Rewind played on some stuff that I had sung on, uh, and I guess uh, he liked that, so he called Rewind up and got my phone number uh, and, and called me and said, hey, would you like to come over and we, sing on the Passion album? Were you living in Novato still? I was, no, I was living in Terra Linda at that point. Oh, okay, great, okay. Yeah, I was living in Terra Linda. So over I went, sang on the album, and I was there for, oh, I don't know. I, I, I don't know exactly how many albums. The Passion there. record? It's probably about 10. Where was that recorded again? In, in London. Oh, that, David, that's a, next to Bridges Sides, I think that's Robin's best record. I would, yeah, I would probably agree with that. Yeah, I would probably agree with that. I was, I was very proud of some of the stuff. Good songs, you're singing on there. It's just, it was produced well. It was very great. On yeah, Dave Bronze. Who's the drummer on that? Is it Pete Thompson. Pete Thompson, right? Uh, he went on to play with uh, Robert Plant after that. Yeah, I'm still in contact with these guys, you know. So I don't hear much from Dave Bronze, I must admit. I I know Pete has a studio in Texas, right? He does. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's he's a great guy. Was it getting old for you to get up there and sing Bridge of Sighs every night though on tour for a while? Is that what? Were you burnt out? Well, no. Robin kind of he, he took the mufflers on me a little bit. He wouldn't let me do anything. Well, that's well that's well known. Uh, so it's like you know when I first joined the band, I was all over the stage. You know, I, I got the, the audience singing along. Uh, <laughs> no, that's a no no. That's a no no. For a few years, then it just completely shot me down. And it, 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 it became a job after that. Yeah, I, I could tell. I saw you. You saw me play live. And, and yeah, play yeah. So yeah. sometimes it was difficult. And I, mean, I, know, I know I'm not the only one that had that problem. Well, I know you were just waiting to bust loose and do your own thing. Yeah, I, did a, did a, I did a couple albums with Michael Schenker, as you probably know. Yeah, the Schenker, the records where you guys probably never even met in the studio, right? <laughs> well, we met for the photo shoots. Right, that was it. <laughs> that, that was a, that was a Cause you know how the Varney records are, yeah. Oh, I know, yeah. I'm yeah, sure. most, yeah. That's right, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's he's going to be our June interview. So isn't that exciting? Uh, I will. And this is Michael Nesco. You're listening to Renegade Rock on the Rogue Radio Podcast Network. We're talking with rock legend Davey Patterson, and we're going to take a little break and do Mississippi Nights from his solo disc titled Mississippi Nights, and then we'll be right back with more Davey Patterson. Yeah. 
All right, we're back with Davey Patterson here on Michael Nesco's Renegade Rock. Welcome back, Dave. I love Mississippi Nights, man. Did you write that song? Man, it's just great. Your vocals on there are just... Er everything about you that you sing and your style is in that song, I think. Well, it's, it's bluesy. Uh, yes. Uh, hopefully that's what comes across. I like that song. Yeah. And what about Mr. Henpeck? That's a good one. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good one. I played it on uh, Renegade Rock this yeah. Saturday, yeah. He always loved that, and he talked me into doing it. So All us married guys used to know about that, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Plus the fact you had Ziggy Modelisti on drums. Yeah, right, yeah. That, that was a definite bonus. That convinced me to do it when he was going to be playing drums on it. I have a lot of favorite tunes from those records because I play them on my show all the time. I like the other one, California Dreamin'. Yeah, very, very cool tune. Yeah, I could tell the Tara Linda song. And I think Mississippi Nights, that's probably Mount Tam in the background on the cover, right? Yes, it is. It is. That's my youngest daughter on the front. Yeah. So, uh, what are you, so what's your plans now, Davey? Are you auditioning bands or? Well, I've got everybody. I've got bass, keyboards, and drums. Auditions suck, don't they? Yeah. Really? Wow, that's oh, crazy. Yeah. I Speaking of guitar players, in 2016, I saw Mick Clark when I was in Tahoe recording oh, yeah. recording a Blindside Blues band record. We're great friends. I love Mick. Yeah, an album I did with Matthew Fisher in 1977. Wow, that's crazy. I did an album with uh, Matthew Fisher. He's a, he was the organ player in Foco Harm. Yes, I know, yes. Uh, and he, uh, he and I recorded some stuff, which actually the music that got me to America. And rest in peace, uh, Gary Brooker, by the way, yes. Uh, yeah, I, I only met Gary once. He was a very nice man. He was very, very nice to me, uh, uh, very friendly. Uh, and I'm telling you, yeah, it's very sad. And no one sings White or Shade of Pale better than you. I'm sorry, Gary. <laughs> well, he did it pretty good, but you sing it really good. You, Like you said, you put your own stamp on it. Yeah. Yeah. Do it your, I've always lived by that. Always. I'm still hanging in there. This will be record 38, the next Blindside Blues Band record. Isn't that nuts? Well, that's the, yeah, I applaud you. And, and I think I, I still uh, I played Dave Steffen on, on the show before. Whatever. Do you still talk to Dave? No, I don't. I haven't heard from Dave in a while. No, I don't know what he's up to. I guess he's still in Wisconsin. Yeah, I think he's still, yeah, he's still in Wisconsin. You know, I got, an e uh, I got a message from the bartender at Perry's, from Perry's in, in uh, Fairfax. Remember that place? Oh, I remember it well. We played there with the acoustic duo a couple times, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, yeah, that was a hangout, right. I remember, what was that place we were playing in Santa Rosa? We were in some little bar doing our acoustic thing in Santa Rosa. And you go, you go, Mike, look who's sitting over at the bar over there. And I go, who is that? Norman Dream 
Greenbaum. Yes, Norman Greenbaum. Uh, I still hear from no way, really? Yeah, he's probably still raking in the bucks from Spirit in the Sky, right? Yeah, he's been living uh, one song. One song. That's all it takes. I wish I had. I wish I had one song. <laughs> yeah, we did. So Davey Patterson, he's done everything. He's played with Gamma, Robin Trower. He's had his solo stuff. We played with Michael Schenker. Uh, do you have a name for your new band that you're writing? Are you writing? Are you writing too? Yeah, well, yeah, a few things. Good, good. We're recording some stuff just for booking agents, basically. We're recording some stuff from my albums. Do you have a name yet? Nothing new at the moment. Uh, but I've, I've got ideas for some stuff, uh, new stuff. But you know, I'll, I'll, I need to find a booking agent because I don't, I, I don't want to go back into the, the bars. I'm not, I, I refuse to do that. No, don't. Don't do it. Don't do it. I'm not going to do it because once you do it, you're, you're there. You're stuck. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to end my career in a bar. So no, don't do that. You're too good for that, Davy. I still want to have you produce my vocals on a record. That's what I want to do. Okay. Oh yeah, I, I I would love that. Maybe we should just do a band, and I'll play guitar, and you could sing. That's what I, we I've, should. I've thought of that often, actually. I, I, I should have joined the, the Plainsane Blues Band at one point. You should have. You it. Uh, in fact, you should. You could still do that now. We should just we should just do a blindside blues band with Davy Patterson on vocals. People yeah. people would go nuts. It's a good thought. It's a good thought. Well, listen, Davy. Thank you for coming on Renegade Rock. If you got one last word to tell our listeners before you say goodbye. Thank you so much, uh, all you people who still listen to what I, I do. I, do I, I certainly appreciate it. And uh, do me a favor and back Mr. Onesco up to the hilt. <laughs> By the way, Dan Bush and Tommy Mary, they all say hi. Dear friends. Yes, they're good good guys. You take care of yourself, my friend. Okay, Davey, it was good to talk to you. Love you, brother. Have a good day.
All right. We want to thank Davey Passon for coming on Renegade Rock all the way from Scotland. We were talking to Davey all the way from Scotland, and we're finishing up the show. We just heard No Time from Robin Trower, and we had Mississippi Nights in there in the middle, and we opened up with Razor King from Gamma. Once again, thank you, Davey Passon. This is Mike Onesco. You're listening to Renegade Rock on the Rogue Radio Podcast Network. See you next week, kids.